Today's show is pre-recorded. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Okay. Okay. Here's what I want to share with you. Stop complaining. So I had to let you, you see how I let that one sit for a second. Stop complaining. Do you realize without us even thinking about it oftentimes, we just complain about stuff. And it and it comes up in such subtle forms. Man, I don't know why they still letting that lady work there, man. If they don't fire this woman, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. She drives me crazy. She always got something to say. I bet today, though, the way I'm feeling right now, I bet she better not say nothing to me today. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they it. Today it. I'm sick of her. Running her mouth. Last time. She said something to me. I should have said something to her. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm just giving you a small example of how it starts to snowball once you start to complain. It's it just carries over into so many things, man. Stop complaining about your car. Stop complaining about your bus pass. Stop complaining about your kids can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining about your man can't seem to get it together. Stop complaining. Stop. Have you noticed? I'm just asking. 
Have you noticed that in all of your complaining, it has provided not one solution? The reason I'm telling you to stop complaining, because God is able, because God is capable. He is capable and able of fixing anything, capable and able of curing anything, capable and able of allowing you to get to adjusting to things, and capable and able to strengthen you to get through and change anything. But the key here is God is capable and God is able. A lot of times I find myself complaining because I have not used my greatest asset. And that's my relationship with God. You all have one. Now, you may not have nurtured it, but you have one because God created you as as his child. He's available to you. Now, the fact that you ain't went to him, okay, once again, who fault is that? Stop complaining. Until you strengthen your relationship with God and formulate this relationship, you don't have enough weapons. You ain't got a big enough shield to fight this thing called life. It just keeps coming, man. And unless you develop a relationship with God, you need a partner in all of this. Maybe you got another route you're going to take. But every successful person I know personally has a relationship with God. I have some really, really, some people that's kind of up there in the success term in terms of business and money and 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 statue. I'm just talking about that portion of success. And then I have a lot of people who are very successful in the, in their spiritual life who are, who have become great men of God, women of God. But I look at all of them and all of them have substantial amounts of, you know, uh, possessions and things like that. Also, most successful people I know have that. Uh, even if you saw them never with a big lot of house and a lot of money or stuff like that, they had so much respect, so much love, so much power was given them from people that their life, life was rich in that area. You know, like a Martin Luther King or something like that or a Gandhi or somebody who lived their life in service or a Nelson Mandela came out and just, man, people put stuff at their feet because of their service. So all successful people I know have that. Every last one of these people that I know, they have a relationship with God. They use the tool that was available to them to give them the strength, the bullets, the arrows, the slings, the shield to fight this thing called life and have the most valuable partner right there by their side, their Heavenly Father God because he will help you get through this thing called life, man. Stop complaining all the time. It's not fixing anything. Why don't you do yourself a favor and strengthen your relationship with God? Man, why can I never get over? Well, you have not because you ask not. Man, how come I always got problems? Well, you keep trying to solve them yourself and taking them to your friends. You keep trying to do them with your own thought process. Who are you? I keep telling you, man. You're going through stuff you ain't got no business going through. 
and and if it's you going through something over and over and over and over, and the same problem keep coming back to bite you again, all that's saying is you still ain't strengthening your relationship with God. It's your relationship. He's not gonna make you have one with him. He is a perfect gentleman. He only comes into your life when you invite him in. But for those who do invite him in, they have a distinct advantage on their road to success. A distinct advantage. You can do it without him. Trust me, you can. How far you get, I can't promise you nothing. How well you handle it when you arrive there, I can't promise you nothing. How long you gonna stay there, I can't promise you nothing. How difficult it's going to be without him, I can give you that. It's going to be far more difficult. But you can, something can happen and you, you know, receive a measure of success and you think it's you and it's this move you made and you can describe it as I got lucky. I happen to be in the right place at the right time. I got lucky. Lucky is usually how other people describe other people's success. Boy, he was lucky. He was right there. Well, let me tell you what luck is. Luck is when hard work bumps up into opportunity. If you've been working hard at something, an opportunity presents itself, that comes a match. That's not luck. But now, if you haven't done that on a repetitive enough basis, that opportunity could present itself one time. You got to reconnect. Stop complaining, man. Come on, listen to me. Stop complaining. It hasn't fixed a single thing in your life. And if you're a chronic complainer, it's because you really, really have not fixed your relationship with God. He'll smooth it out for you. That I can tell you for a fact. I know that for a fact. He smoothed mine out. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? And the reason I'm asking for it is because when I get it, I'm going to do something with it. Now, now that I have your attention, here we go. You're about to be enlightened, a little bit frightened, educated, but then sometimes a little miseducated. You're going to be entertained while at the same time start the process of being interchanged. Then we're going to stimulate but we're not going to try to annihilate. And in other words, when you sum all this up, in the words of one of my dear, dear friends, the Steve Harvey Morning Show is about to tear their mouth out. <laughs> and the word is mouth. M-O-U-F-F, mouth. That's how we say it. That's how we spell it. Welcome to the show, Shirley Strawberry. That is what we do, Steve Harvey. Good morning. Let them Carla know. Pharrell. Good morning. What's happening, crew? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Junior. Morning, Unc. You ain't lying yet. Mouth. Ever. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Tell your mouth out. <laughs> take it. Just take it. Yeah. Tongue and all. Gums. All that sort of one All time. that. All <laughs> that. Anything in there. What if you have dental work? Like, pull that out. Yeah, you got some more money. Filling. <laughs> You're going to need some more work. Yeah. Yeah. You look good today, Steve. You feeling all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel pretty good, man. Uh, I've, I've changed my attitude and uh, I feel really great. I've taken everything, everything that I used to have to do. 
I've turned it around and said I get to do. It has made a world of difference. My days are going much smoother. I've implemented the, uh, the thought process of gratitude in everything I do. And I'm just watching God to see what he got for me next because he's always taking care of me. And I live my life in the expectation that there's some greater things on the horizon. And I'm just watchful. Come on, man. Amen. Watch. That's right, man. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Now, what I always try to make sure I do now mm-hmm. is I try to give something for God to put his finger on. You know, God mm-hmm. can touch it for you. I just try to give him something to touch. Mm-hmm. You know, I put I got a lot of balls in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. Juggling. He, he can take any one of them balls he want to and just blow it up. That's right. That's right. I thought he yeah. was going to do that, but no, he did, he did this, and it turns out it's better. <laughs> Shirley, I can't really tell you how many times what I wanted mm-hmm. and what he gave me was two different yeah. things. Absolutely. How I wanted it and how he gave it to me was different. Uh-huh. Things, and it was way better than what I wanted. Way better. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> his thoughts are not our thoughts. <laughs> Man, such a blessed man to come to the realization of how this actually works, man. Mm-hmm. I wish I could teach people how it works without sounding preaching because I'm, I'm not really qualified to do that. But I wish I could share with people how how it works, man. That's doable. But yeah, Steve, you, do know, that. You, you can do you that. You do it man. all the time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can teach here. Well, I'm going to uh, try it in my closing remarks today. All right, and you can okay. do it in the CLO. Uh, that's coming up next. Ask the CLO at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. This one, CLO, is from Jolie in Lexington, Kentucky. Jolie writes, I'm in my early 50s, and I'm married to a woman that has gotten super holy since the pandemic started. If she's not at church, she's watching it on TV. This has spilled over to our sex life, and she says freaky sex is out because sex is only for procreation. I want to put her... I want to I want to I want to put her in all the positions she used to love because she won't but she won't allow herself to get into it. How can I get her Bible off the nightstand and get her into this pretzel position like before? dog, I can't really <laughs> I, I can't reach you guide you on this one right here because you asking me to get the Bible off the nightstand. Off the and get her foot back over there, up there by that lamp. And I, I don't But admit. that's his wife, though, Steve. Well, see, she tripping. Uh-huh. Yes. See, she tripping. And, you know, you done got real holy because you done had to, something happen to you during COVID. But uh, sex is for pre-creation, but sex is uh, a lot of it's for pleasure. Yeah. A lot of it. See, I'm not having no more kids. <laughs> Yes. You stop. So I don't know stop. So I don't know what you asking me to do, but I'm in here clowning to the best of my ability. I'm in, I'm I'm showing out when I can't. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. So I don't know what to tell you except, bruh, I know she gonna have to do something though, because what you can't do, you know, is change on this man and have Just him sitting up in here now. Yeah. You didn't cut him off. I don't know what you think he gonna do. But if he if he don't go down there and get the same same Saving. I don't know conversion you <laughs> had, <laughs> exactly. he don't get that he gonna go somewhere else, lady. Oh, yeah. Everybody on this show been clowning, ain't Many. ain't y'all? 
Yeah, what? They need some. Them are COVID. Everybody been clubbed. Uh-huh. All Speak right, up, here we go. Everybody. Speak up. <laughs> Shut up. I, don't, I don't know why you try to drag these <laughs> ladies into this. Always right. Right. Yeah. to that. Should have just stayed over here with me. All right. <laughs> We're moving on, guys. Montavious. Montavious. Mm, I had I like to say that. that again in Baton Rouge. Uh, says, I got my EMT certification and I need to move to a bigger city to get a job. Um, my girlfriend just had a baby girl and she doesn't want to leave our hometown because she needs her mom's help with the baby. I'm trying to prepare a good future for my family, but she's tripping about me leaving. If I stay in town, I could continue to manage the restaurant I, where I work, but uh, that's not my dream. Do I make the sacrifice for my girlfriend and stay or do I make the bigger sacrifice for my family and go? Well, you mm. could go ahead. Mm-hmm. And get it all set up, and then when she get a little bit better handle on the baby, bring the family to you. And then you on weekends, of course, drive back. I don't know how far the city is that you got to move to, because he's in, I don't know what city he in. Uh, uh, Baton Rouge. He's in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. You got to get La Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge is a great go city. To, you yeah, got to go to New Orleans, or you going to have to. Or <laughs> Houston, not. How far is Houston from Baton Rouge? About five hours. Yeah, Driving. so you can go on up there and just drive back on the weekends if you ain't on call. Or you can go to Louisiana. I mean, I mean New Orleans. They they mm-hmm. that they busy. Woo! It's all day long down there. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you though. They, they probably need you down now. So <laughs> and, and then you know, um, it's kind of tough because this man is trying to provide. Yeah. yeah. And that's his dream to do EMT. He yeah. only tired of managing the restaurant. That's why he went. Now, I know she tripping, well, but y'all got to sit down and talk about what's best for the family. You'll be able to send back way more money than managing. Yeah. All right. Um, wow. Amazing. But, you know, but, huh? but girlfriend, though, not wife, so. Yeah, exactly. I'm going on. Uh, moving on. Uh, amazing in Riverdale, Georgia. Amazing. Says, I did a weight loss challenge with my coworkers and we took before and after pictures. It was four ladies and four guys. We wore biker shorts and sports bras for the before pictures and the men wore shirtless in biker shorts. My husband was snooping through my phone and saw the pictures of me with my coworkers. He got upset because my male coworkers saw me in a bra. I lost six pounds in a week and I won the challenge, but he's ruining the whole experience. How can I get him to understand? Mm-mm. Oh, dog, dog, it was a bra. <laughs> a sports bra and some spandex. Dog, that's the equivalent to a bikini. Yeah, less than a bikini. Right. Yeah. So, bruh, come on, man. I mean, dog, they all did it for the challenge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, bruh, your wife at the house, she just lost weight. It was for a challenge. Mm-hmm. Before and after pictures. Sports bra, spandex shorts. That was it. <laughs> but, Steve, well, when But, I dog, shouldn't she have told him first, though? He shouldn't find out by just <laughs> passing I don't know through. why we'll she see. didn't tell him. Yeah. You keep your phone unlocked, Tommy, so. Oh, no, the FBI can't get in this phone right here. (laughs) When I first read this, (laughs) that L in LBS for pounds, I thought it was 61 pounds in a week. Yeah, that's like, mess. She on. <laughs> yeah, that's mess. She been up for seven days and she ain't ate. That's mess. She been running around the yard. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? She lost how many pounds? All right. 
All right, Reggie in New Jersey says, I'm a 44-year-old married man, and I think my wife is cheating on me. She's been staying out late after work, and her phone is off. I retired military, and I put a tracking device on her car, so it's always at the place she says she's going. But um, I think she's ditching her car and getting in with someone else. Um, I don't want to sound paranoid, but I am. We were home together for months last year, and now she said she treasures her time with her friends. Why does she need to turn her phone off, though? Uh, I don't know, wow. bruh. I don't mm. want to start nothing because you a man and we have a tendency to be ignorant. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. she turned her phone off, but she got the tracking device and her car is always where you say it is. So I don't know what to tell you, bruh, because I don't want to incite the ride or get yeah. you all worked up about nothing. So, you know, just talk to your wife and see what's going on, you know. Mm. But don't jump yeah. to conclusions and do nothing crazy because I can't say nothing to get you started in that direction. <laughs> Yeah, don't tell right. him, don't tell him, Steve. Right. He's a professional right. cheater. <laughs> Coming up next, it is the nephew with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in entertainment news, celebrity baby news from Fantasia. That is our girl. She's a new mommy. And Quincy Jones says Elvis was a racist. We'll talk about all of these stories dun, on the top dun, of the hour. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that. But, but anyway. Yeah. We already <laughs> knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right now, the nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nev? Your Yo check bounced. Yo mm-hmm. check bounced. How many times y'all used to write bad checks at the church back in the day? Way back in the day. Not at the church. Not at the yeah, church. well, you know, not not intentionally, but you as know. My, as my aunt used to say, per se. <laughs> you know what used to amaze me? The church what? would get that check on Sunday, and I don't know how they cleared Monday morning. It'd be gone. Bro. You'd be gone. The Lord worked it out just like it worked <laughs> yes. out everything else. <laughs> okay. Yo, check bounce. Let's go. Hello? Uh, hello, I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica please. Who's calling? This is uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater <laughs> Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you actually about the offering. Now, did you, you I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now, you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with <laughs> bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay, now the check, ma'am, was $250. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay, now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but your, your check that you wrote for 250 actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute. You said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. Wait, behind. wait a minute. Now I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. 
I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is, is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing that they gonna y'all bounce. write these checks. There's a lot of people My write checks these. checks are good. Well, not, I don't what, write bad checks. Well, why do we? one clear, why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write these. I got plenty money in the bank. And all my checks clear. I don't write no rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday. And that's the problem. How are you going to try to give a look? Wait a minute. I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the $250 plus the $30? So we wait, $30? That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me, telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll you... tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Who is that calling you? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no You did write a bad check. check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. A minute. Are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the deacon, busy. I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of <laughs> Thank you. You got the money. I, I ain't got... I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my... I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do pastor know you talking like this? Do pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we going to get this $280 is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for $250. And the, you will and not get $280. You, you put the $30 with it. You put $250 in there, it bounced. $30 cost us on bank fees. That's $280. When can the church expect they money? Never. Not no 280. You will never get 280. You're going to make me and come by your... And my check then... What did you say? I'm going to do what? You're going to make me come by your house and get this money. Bring your on. Bring it. Bring your on. What is the address on Look this on check? check? I got it off the check. Well, you... Bring your on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this 250 I'm plus 30. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you and don't, You yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you. We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until... What did you say? You are not... Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get... coming to, up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm going to make sure I find your... Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounced. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got... no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I... talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I got... But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What, what are you 
you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you're going to pay the check? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> what did you, wait, what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this what is... What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say, this is Nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> She just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm going to that <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> And there you have it. The check bounced. <laughs> there you were going to get it. <laughs> she was not playing with you. Mm. Right about her ties and offerings. And when, oh. when Deacon start calling about some check, that, that don't make no sense to me. Where's yeah. the treasure? <laughs> All right, Orlando, get ready. I have added a show Thursday night. The nephew has added a 730 show. Tickets are on sale right now. As you know, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Friday and Saturday is what sold out. So I added Thursday night, 7.30, tickets on sale right now. Tampa, laying in the cut, late June. I'm proud to say it, all shows sold out. Yeah, the nephew wow. back. You don't understand. That nephew back. Brand new, brand new jokes, brand new suit, brand new haircut. What? Congratulations, what, what, what? nephew. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we have to say congratulations to our girl, Steve. Check this out. Our girl, Fantasia, had a baby. Go ahead, <laughs> She's a new I'm mom. Fantasia? Yes, she and her husband, Kendall uh, Taylor, welcomed their first child together. It's baby girl, Keziah London Taylor. All right, this is the third child for Fantasia. Uh, she has a 19-year-old daughter named Zion and an eight-year-old son named Dallas from previous relationships. Taylor also has another child from a previous relationship. So all we can say is congratulations. congratulations. And did you see the picture of Fantasia with, with the elephant? Yes. Uh-uh. Oh, yeah. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Let me look at Google, my girl. Let me see what Yeah, you got to see it on Instagram. Yeah. Ain't it's nobody told me picture. nothing. <laughs> you know that's your girl, Tommy. I love me. She did the nursery, you know, for the baby and elephant uh, theme yeah. and all of that. So. It was really pretty. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Fantasia. Well, uh, Steve, you'll be interested in this. Quincy Jones has worked with almost every big name in music, but he refused, refused to work with Elvis Presley. He shared the story with The Hollywood Reporter saying, I was writing for band leader Tommy Dorsey back in the 50s, and uh, Elvis came in, and Tommy said, I don't want to play with him. Quincy said he was a racist MF. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So Tommy Dorsey, when Elvis came in, said, I don't want to play with him because Quincy said he was a racist MF, Mother F. That's what he said. I'm going to shut up now. The Hollywood Shirley, we know what all these initials mean. You okay. see, you don't cuss regularly, so you think you got to explain. We know what MF is. You know. Okay. So you ain't got to say Mother F. We know what that is. <laughs> okay. What you thought we think, Shirley? You thought we thought malfunction? What you thought we thought? We, <laughs> we know exactly Malfeasance. <laughs> you know, she thought it was a legal term. 
Uh, the Hollywood Reporter series is called Icon, and in the article, Quincy opened up about his candid takes on Hollywood racism, and he reflects on his career. Quincy Jones is 88 years old. He's won 28 Grammys. 28. You know, a lot of people are talking about Quincy. Quincy got, Quincy 88, he ain't got fixed. Nothing he say. Mm-hmm. Nah. Let it go. Yeah, he's saying whatever <laughs> he wants to say. What's that little song on the movie, Frost, the Frosty? Uh, Frozen. Let, Let it, it go. go. Uh-huh. What is it? <laughs> frozen. frozen. The name of the movie you is not Frosty. It's Frosty. Frozen. That's A. <laughs> and B, it's not Frosty the Snowman. That's right. C. And they the know. song is Let It Go. I just <laughs> learned all this the other day on Family Yeah. Because yeah. there's a little girl on the show named Anna. Well, I call her Anna, but it wasn't yeah. Anna. Anna. It was Anna. Anna uh, and Elsa. The Anna did. She said Anna like in uh, uh, Frozen. Frozen. Mm-hmm. Well, what the hell is that? I don't even know what that is. She said, you don't know what Frozen is? <laughs> you idiot. I said. <laughs> That's what she wanted to say. <laughs> no. But I said, but what is the little girl's name that's on the billboard? Uh-huh. She said, on what billboard? Because mm-hmm. I kept getting it mixed up with Frosty. And, you know, Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's hash frosties. I know she was looking at you crazy. Boy, that little girl thought I was, she was just looking at me. Her mouth was open. She was just shaking her head. Like, yeah, how could you not? Mr. Harvey. Let it go, like in the movie. Yeah, so like in the movie Frosty. <laughs> now nah, I'm just, I'm ripping off information now. If you don't know, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let's get to the headline, Steve. <laughs> Here she come, <laughs> oh, Miss Anne. Come on, Miss Anne. Oh, thank uh, you very uh, much for that introduction. Good morning, everybody. This is Anne Tripp with the news. Well, today marks the one-year anniversary of the horrific murder of George Floyd, and members of the Floyd family have been uh, meeting in Minneapolis, and they were met there by racial justice activists over the weekend, actually, celebrating and remembering the life of the 46-year-old father, a white now ex-police officer we know was named Derek Chauvin, murdered Mr. Floyd by pressing his knee into Floyd's neck for over nine minutes. There was a panel discussion yesterday, which included the families of other African-Americans killed by white cops. And at a rally, the Reverend Al Sharpton reminded the crowd that the fight's not over. Convicting Chauvin is not enough. We need federal legislation. And that legislation is called the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, which would ban chokeholds, among other things, and make it easier to prosecute homicidal cops. Derek Chauvin was uh, convicted of both murder and manslaughter. He's going to be sentenced next month. Uh, George Floyd's brother, Terrence Floyd, says that his brother's murder did force people to see and to believe. The world woke up. Finally, their eyes are open to what we already knew. That's right, and always said. Oh, by the way, members of the Floyd family also scheduled to meet with President Biden later on today at the White House. Several states now either prohibit or limit the use of chokeholds and neck restraints by police, and more and more individual cities are taking steps to rein in bad cops and make them accountable for their actions. Meanwhile, the mostly right-leaning U.S. Supreme Court refusing to consider a case examining liability for police shootings in suburban Cleveland. In one case in 2017, a white officer named Michael Rhodes shot and killed an African-American man named Luke Stewart by shooting him in the chest and neck at close range. Stewart's family filed a federal civil rights lawsuit. 
The Israeli Hamas ceasefire is still holding. Cross your fingers, folks. So Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is traveling to the Middle East. He's probably there now. He's probably just arrived where he's expected with Egypt's assistance to gain the cooperation of other countries in the region. Jordan, the United Arab Emirates and the Palestinian Authority. That's uh, Hamas's main rival in the Gaza Strip. He's going to be apparently speaking to them. He says he's not going to have anything to say to Hamas. Finally, a suburban Atlanta restaurant that I told you about yesterday issuing an apology to NBA Hall of Famer Dominique Wilkins, who was turned away Sunday by the staff there, claiming there were no tables. And then when he said, but there are, he said, oh, well, you're not dressed properly. Yeah. I ain't sending for no Paul. I'm trying to tell you a story. Yeah, somebody's telling a story. story. Not dressed properly. Right. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. 24-year-old Minnesota NBA player Malik Beasley publicly apologized to his wife after leaving his family for 46-year-old Larsa Pippen, Scotty Pippen's ex-wife. Malik posted on his IG yesterday, I want to say sorry for putting you in the situation you were put in the last few months. My head wasn't where it was supposed to be. Beasley wrote alongside a throwback photo of uh, himself and his wife cradling their son, uh, Makai, who's now two, in the hospital after he was born. I was looking for more when it was right here the whole time. I'm telling the world and you that there's nobody like you for me. His wife, Montana, filed for divorce back in December, and she publicly called the apology a step forward in healing for her family. Wow. Mm. Ooh, yeah. He's 24. Larsa Pippen was 46. He left his his family for her. Yeah. yeah. Larsa oh. was out there bad with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Thirstiness. I, I don't understand yeah. that at all. You broke up the Your thoughts, family. Steve? You're you're awfully quiet right now. You're processing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring it, baby. Bring it. He publicly apologized. He publicly yeah. humiliated her. Yes. I mean, what he's doing is the perfect thing to do to try to yeah. make a right. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know all these people. I don't know, know them, but uh-huh. I know mm-hmm. who they met. are. Yeah. Oh, and, and mm-hmm. you've met them as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never. I. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk. Is that it? You know too yeah. much. That's what I it don't, is. I can't. Come on, I, give me some. Right. Give me a little something. All right. Well, I understand. We're I understand. I understand the temporary lapse of judgment. Okay. Uh-huh. All okay. Right. We've all oh, had that. that yeah. Yeah. But he that temporary loss of judgment. He came on back like he's supposed to. But I do understand the temporary lapse of judgment. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm. Well, well, she broke his wife's heart. Yeah, she said it's a step forward. In See, that's things. that's what's crazy, though, man. You can't that you broke your girl's heart over what? Mm-hmm. And 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 how old is uh? Twenty four. He's twenty four. Malik Beasley. His wife is twenty three, and yeah. Larsa is Larsa is forty six. Yeah, he lost his mind. Mm-hmm. And. Well, His that is what he said. Out, like looking at pictures, like like everybody else found out. That's but you know, so yeah, that's that's the cold part right there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but but Steve, you say this often, just as he said, I was looking for more when it was right here the whole time. He went outside mm. of his home to try to fix something. You know. It, it don't, it, brothers. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. Trust and believe. Yeah. 
All right, well, we wish them the best. Um, Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Congress is set to miss President Joe Biden's deadline today to pass George Floyd's Justice in Policing Act. Uh, It's a police reform bill as negotiators decide how far the federal government should go to root out law enforcement misconduct and violence against black Americans. It was one year ago today that George Floyd uh, was murdered by former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin after he pressed his knee into Floyd's neck for more than nine minutes. Congress has yet to exert its power to change American policing. And according to CNBC, bipartisan negotiators have worked for weeks to tweak the House passed George Floyd Justice and Policing Act to win enough Republican support to get it through the Senate, a provision to curb qualified immunity, which shields police officers from most civil lawsuits, poses the biggest remaining obstacle toward reaching a deal. And today is the day that President Biden will have a private meeting uh, in person with George Floyd's family. Look, at if you the White don't House. get rid of that, yeah, qualified that, immunity um, is qualified immunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is all for nothing. Yeah. That's the loophole. The mm-hmm. qualified immunity says Absolutely. that if a, a a police officer cannot be held accountable if he's performing in the act of duty. Well, if he got his badge out and 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 he talking, he in the act of duty. So that, that so that puts him back in the safety zone. Listen to me. Why is it that black people have to constantly beg and march and plead and ask for the same rights that you have. Y'all need to quit acting like justice is pie. Like if we get a big slice, that's less for yours. Justice ain't pie. Justice is a flavor. Y'all won't even do a simple act of give it to us. And why you won't give it to us? Because your ass is straight up racist. Because you think the way you're treating black people is sufficient for them. But if you were getting treated the same way, you wouldn't accept it for yourself. You would never allow for your children to be murdered the way we got to watch our sons and fathers and daughters and husbands and nephews and uncles get murdered. But you sit up here and and you constantly want to say America ain't racist. But you keep doing racist stuff like this. You won't even pass a simple act to give us a chance at justice. Not for the bigger slice of justice, but the same flavor that y'all get. We want the same damn spoon your ass is eating your justice off of. Justice ain't pie, y'all, where if you give us a bigger slice, you get less. That ain't what this is. Justice is a flavor, and we ain't been tasting the same thing since our ass got here. And that's what we sick of, and we sick and tired of it. And you're going to keep messing around. Okay, now let me tell you this here. You're going to keep messing around, man. Black folks tired of this. Black folks is sick and tired of being sick and tired. We sick and tired of you just sitting up in here, man, expecting us to be patient. How much longer we got to wait? Why we waiting on justice? Yeah. Mm. Give right. us the Constitution, the same Constitution you got. Why are we different? We built this country. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to tell that truth. That would be in the history book. You'd have to rewrite too much. Too many yeah. adventures. We've done way too, too much lies. for this country. <laughs> you, 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 you're not going to tell that truth. Okay, <laughs> so cool. Start, start talking about the truth. Okay, see, <laughs> so let's just not talk about that for a minute. 
Ain't nobody asking you for no damn reparations. Let's stop that for a minute. Can we just get basic human dignity and rights? Every story you hear is about a black being treated unjust by the police. Ain't no stories of white people getting killed at the hands of the police unjustifiably. And stop using that little BS that y'all talk about. It's just as many whites get shot by police. Not unjustifiably, it ain't. So if it's more whites being shot by police, that must mean there's more whites committing crimes. But when it comes to unjustifiable deaths, we are 100% in front of that. And we sick and tired of y'all with this monkey mess. But I tell you what, we're going to keep voting. You watch and see. You watch and see. We didn't have enough of this here. You, we'll never go back to what we were. We're going to vote all y'all out in a minute. Come on, all boy. y'all going to be gone. Mm. Every last one of y'all. As long as I got a mic, y'all yeah. gone. You're going to get up out of here. Yes, sir. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is in between lovers. Okay. Okay. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but right now, a lot of people been there now. Yeah, a lot of people been there now. I'm not gonna like knock it. Between jobs, folk. <laughs> between lovers, okay. In between calls, uh, in between yeah. lovers, okay. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. You hear him? What you got for us, Neff? A stolen car. A stolen mm. car. Mm. <laughs> Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Trevor, please. Okay, yeah, that's me. Sir, you purchased a uh, 2001 Navy Blue from um, a used car lot dealership called uh, Car Lot. I don't know, maybe six or seven months ago, am I right? Right, it was six months ago. Uh Okay, now you've been paying notes on this car, I know, for the last six months. Right, and, right. you know, I hate to be a, a burden of bad news. Actually, my name is uh, Detective Justin, and I'm giving you a call to let you know that the actual vehicle, this 2001 Navy Blue that you purchased, is actually uh, a, a stolen vehicle. And we've actually been looking for this car for the last, uh, been pretty much close to a year now, maybe a little over a year we've been looking for this. I work in the uh, auto theft division. and. Okay, wait, uh, Hold on. Who you say you are again? Detective Justin, sir. And I'm in the uh, auto theft division here at the police department. Auto theft? Ain't nobody stolen? What? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think you got the wrong. I think you got the wrong guy, man. Because um, my car, my car's legit. I, well, no, sir. It's, it's 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 and I've done the trace on on it, and I know this is probably uh, a shock to you, but it, you, we're we're right on point with this thing. He's got a 2001 Navy Blue. You right, did buy right. it. You did buy it at the right. car lot dealership, and that, right. uh, and it's the exact one. The license plate, sir. They do match up, and uh, I know this is a bit of a shock to you, but your car is actually a stolen car. So the dealership, sir, actually sold you a stolen car, and I know you did not know that. I know that it was not any information that you already knew, and I know you thought that you were just purchasing a legitimate car. Yeah. But you have a stolen car, uh, Mr. Trevor. And, yeah. uh, 
No, man. No, I think you got the wrong person because this this car is not stolen for real. Man, this is not stolen. Sir, I can go all day with you and try to make you understand what's going on here, and I know it's probably some, some blurry information that's not clear to you, but at the end yeah. of the day, your car is stolen. I am going to have to either get someone to come out and impound it or oh. you no, no. I, I think y'all might need to go back over y'all records, man, because I think y'all, um, on the real, I think y'all got the wrong person. Just, it Sir, right. For real. I'm going to tell you once, and I'm going to tell you again, you have a car that's stolen that I have to have in my possession by the end of the day. Man, now, you ain't getting by the end of the day, for real, man. You got, Hold sir, you, you have a stolen car, and you're going to need to bring that car into the police station so we can get this thing rectified. Man, I'm man, a, I don't bring in, man, for real, man. Hold on, let me call about this, man. Because I don't know about all this you're telling me, for real. Sir, I understand what you're saying, but do you realize you're talking to a police officer here? I no, am you. Detective. I am Detective Justin. I am. I don't know oh, who you are, man? I'm gonna call. Hold on. Is no longer, sir. We've had to actually shut them down for the time being until we get a, quite a few cars rectified. That I've got more than just your vehicle, sir. That's been that that has auto theft tied to it. Now, Man, hold on. there's two things: either you're going to bring it to me, or I'm going to come get it. Now, which Man, one do you want to do? To you, ain't coming to get for real, sir. I don't hold want on. to have this to have to get go to a level of where it doesn't need to be. But I need to get that car in my possession. Okay, look, look, look. Listen, to what I'm telling you. Okay, are you listening? I'm listening, sir. Okay, look. Unless somebody gonna pay me. My three hundred and seventy-seven dollars and fifty-two cents I've been paying for the last six months. Unless you gonna pay me that, plus give me back my that I trade in to get this. Man, I ain't trying to hear what you talking about for real. Now nah, this is you coming at me with, man. I work too hard to be keeping up these notes right here, man. And I got that and my rent to take care of, and you coming to talk about you finna take my car because something that happened before I bought it. Which I don't even know if this is true. Like I said, I think you messed. I think you got me mixed up with somebody else. Why y'all just now coming at me talking this? I ain't heard nothing about this before. Sir, it's taken us a while to actually track down the car and actually find out exactly where it was. I've I've I've, I've tracked this car so for the last eight nine months, and I've finally found it. You are the one that's actually has it in your possession. It happens all the time. It's an unlikely situation, but I got to get you to bring it in. And I'm. I, I ain't I'm, bringing in. You hear me? I ain't bringing in. Y'all not coming to get from me unless somebody give me my three hundred and seventy-seven dollars fifty-two cents. I've been paying for the last six months. Plus, get my uh, sir, I'm sure you're probably long gone by now. It's, well, it's probably. That'll sir, give I'm me something. Okay, then. Then y'all can need to at least just come with the money. Come with the money. I'll just go get another ride from somewhere else. Sir, I'm not, I can't sit here and negotiate with you. I'm just a detective that's on this actual case. And I know it's a trying situation, but I am going to have to send some officers out there that, that do this type of thing. They pick up these cars and bring them into the... I wish you would send somebody out here to come get my car. And if you can't negotiate with me, you need to find somebody that can. No, I, yeah. You bring somebody out here if you want to. Don't bring somebody out here. I got some for hell. I've been working too hard, man. I'm working a great little shit. And I'm putting in the overtime. They got to stay late sometimes. Man, I'm, I'm working too hard to try to get this car, man. So bring out here if you want to. For real. Sir. Huh? Sir, sir, calm. I, I, I got to get you to calm down. I mean, you're man, getting a little you out. You can't calm me down. You done told me my, my car.
I come to get it from me? Sir, I, I, I know this is a surprise, and I understand that. And you got a great, you got an honest living, an honest job, and I understand that. But some people have done some dishonest things, and that's what's happened here. Somebody's that done that some. My fault? That ain't my problem right there. That ain't but, my but, problem. Everything was legit with my answer when I first got it. So why is it a problem now? I'm not understanding that. All I'm saying is, if y'all come with my car, I'm going to y'all up. That's all I'm saying. You know what? I don't want to go any further. Can I say one more thing to you? Can I do that? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your cousin <laughs> Eric. <laughs> uh, who did you say this was? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning man, Show. What's you tripping, man? What's up, man? <laughs> you got pranked by your cousin, <laughs> man. Trevor, you all right? Man, hold on, hold on. Man, I got me even a cigarette around this. <laughs> All right, man, let me ask you something. You got to tell me, baby, what's the baddest radio show in the land? Man, y'all crazy, man. It's that Steve Harvey morning show. <laughs> man, Tommy. It's what I do. Man. It's what I do. Tommy, all you I'm play saying. too much. All I'm saying. So, Trevor, man. Man. All I'm saying, somebody come over here. I need my 300 and something, something dollars. I've been paying for the last six months. And, he said, and what I traded in. I'm yeah. not blinking blank by the end of the day. Blank. <laughs> Tell me. I got something for you to come over here. No. Oh, $377.52. Shout out to him. He was a hard working man. Yeah, he, he was. He working hard. He work, y'all y'all got, hard. hey, what is all this sympathy for him? What is, what is all that, ladies? What is all this sympathy for him? What ain't nothing wrong with him. He's fine. He, he, ain't nobody took his car. He done went on about his day. He just got pranked. Everything is fine. Okay? All I'm saying is, Orlando, I done added a show on Thursday night at 730 and tickets are on sale. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Tampa is sold out. That's all I'm saying. All five shows is gone. What? We Wait till tomorrow. I'm going to prank somebody else. I wish y'all would be up here just about to cry for somebody. What is wrong with y'all? Feeling for that All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter Subject In Between Lovers. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this when you hear it right here, right now. It could be yours. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject in between lovers. In between lovers is our subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 34-year-old woman and I'm married. I found the man of my dreams and he's treated me like a queen since the beginning of our courtship. We've been married almost a year until recently. My life and marriage were great. He's in his late 40s, and he's having issues with high blood pressure, so his doctor put him on a high dose of medication. Because of all the medicine, our sex life sucks. He has to get, like, really worked up to to get it started, and then it's over for him at the blink of an eye. I lost all hope when his doctor said he'd need to be on the medication indefinitely. He has the medication for erectile dysfunction, but he refuses to take it because he's gotten excited at the wrong times. Hmm. I had to to suffer without sex for a while 
But then the unthinkable happened. My husband's 28-year-old son is a personal trainer, and he's got muscles that pop out all over his creamy chocolate body. Here we go. He he also has twists in his hair, and since I was a hairstylist for years, I help him by retwisting his hair when needed. He'd usually come over in the morning after his dad went to work. He's always been a little flirtatious, and I'm sure he could sense that I was attracted to him. He finally admitted that he fantasizes about his sexy stepmother seducing him, and he suggested we role play. I was so turned on and in need of sex that I played along with him. We had the most amazing sex and have been sneaking around for two months. I've got the best of both worlds with a husband that spoils me and my stepson that pleases me. I'm just doing this until my husband gets his mojo back. Do you think I should have a talk with my stepson, or do you think he's just in it for the sex, too? Please advise. Mm. Well, talk to him about what? What are you talking to him about? And yes, of course he's just in it for the sex. You're, you're his dad's wife. Um, and what does it matter what the reason is anyway? I mean, you're sleeping <laughs> with your stepson, okay? <laughs> Hello, you're sleeping with your stepson. You can't right. rationalize this. You can't excuse this. You can't act like this is a normal affair. You're not even having a normal affair. You're sleeping with your husband's son. Come on. Both of you, both of you are really low for doing this to your husband and his father. Um, your man has a medical issue, okay? That's what that is. And this is how you help him? Hmm. This is your version of being the supportive wife um, to sleep with his son and gloat about it to us. My husband spoils me. Oh, no, she said, I have the best of both worlds. My husband spoils me and my stepson pleases me. Mm. That sounds crazy. Mm. And how selfish of you. I mean, this is not a movie. This is real life. What you're doing is really not cool. You know if you guys slipped up and your husband found out about this, this would tear him apart. He's already going through enough. I think he would be uh, as mad. I I don't think he would be as mad, I should say, if if you did go out and had like a normal affair. Of course he'd be mad, but with his son, that's unthinkable. I'm not telling you to do that, of course, to go out and have any kind of affair, but what I'm saying is that you should encourage your husband maybe to get a second opinion, get a third opinion, uh, you know, seek some natural methods or, or something, some alternative solutions to get your husband's blood pressure down. Uh, in the meantime, you're going to have to break it off with Junior because that's a go-nowhere situation that's going to hurt everyone. Steve? Wow. This letter is filled with nothing but triflingness. I mean, there's no, there's no redeeming quality in this letter at all. I've never been so disappointed in. Well, I can't say that. I've, I'm, I'm just the whole letter is just trifling. First of all, she's 34. Her husband is in his late 40s. Let's say 48 is late. 49 is late. 48, 49. That's late 40. You the man of your dreams treat you like a twin a queen since the beginning of our court. We've been married almost a year. A year. One year. And until recently, my life and marriage were great. It's just been a year. You right. go digging low down, no good wench. 
a year? I ain't wanch, man. It's it's just wanch is winch, but wanch is when you're from the country. We're just a, a no good woman, yeah. you know, without using no other words. Just a no good chick. You get treated like a queen. And up and you've been the beginning of that because we've been married almost a year. And until recently, my life and marriage were great. He's in his late 40s. He's having issues with high blood pressure. So his doctor to put him on a high dose of medication. Because of all this medication, our sex life sucks. He got to get really rucked up to get it started. And then it's over him at the blink of an eye. I lost all hope when the doctor said he'd be in need of the medication indefinitely. So you lost all hope in a year. Why was you in it in the first place? Your, your vows ain't death do us part meant nothing. Sickening his health meant nothing. It ain't even been a year. And you're trifling behind. I ain't even told the people what you did yet. He got erectile right, dysfunction. Oh, boy, come on. Hold on, we'll get back to the wench issue. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, In Between Lovers. That's all she cares about. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is In Between Lovers. This girl... 34-year-old trifling woman married. Now, she done wrote this letter. She done found the man of her dreams, treated her like a queen, and been the queen since the beginning of our court show. Now, they've been married almost a year. And then your life and marriage were great. He's in his late 40s, and he's having issues with high blood. So the doctor put him on a high dose of medication. Because of all the medicine, our sex life sucks. It's been a year. It's been one year. And this trifling woman right here, he got to really get worked up to get it started, and then it's over for him at the blink of an eye. I lost all hope when the doctor said he needed to be on the medication indefinitely. That's not true. High blood, you can you can help change your high blood with food. You can change high blood with food. I know for a witness, I am a living witness to this, that I was given a diagnosis of uh, going into high blood and I was put on a low dose of high blood. I no longer take it and I did it with food and exercise. Mm -hmm. You you don't have to be on that. I'm not saying, you know, high blood is is not incurable, but you have to make some drastic steps. You got to get real holistic. His medication, and and so the doc said he'd be on medication in Devon. He has medication for erectile dysfunction, but refuses to take it because he's gotten excited at the wrong time. What? Wait a minute. You got some medicine for erectile dysfunction, and you don't want to take it because you get an erection at the wrong time. Well, the wrong time is now the right time for us to get on in here. Yeah. See, the time is yeah. now. <laughs> All that stuff come with instructions. Yes. Mm-hmm. But they got some stuff out there now, man, you can take and it's instant. Mm. You ain't got to worry uh, about no timing. Oh, okay. this, is, this don't make no sense. This 2021. But no, nah, he don't want to take it because it gets sex, at, get excited at the wrong times. 
I've had to suffer without sex for a while. But then the unthinkable happened. Now, see, first right here, it wasn't unthinkable. This, what, what I'm about to share with y'all was not unthinkable. You've thought of this before. My husband's 28-year-old son is a personal trainer, and he got muscles that pop out all over his creamy chocolate body. He also has twists in his hand. Since I was a hairstylist for years, I used to help him by retwisting his hair when needed. He usually come over in the morning after his dad then went to work. He's always been a little flirtatious, and I'm sure he could sense that I was attracted to him. Well, then, then, then when you said earlier that the unthinkable happened, I, who, who was you trying to fool in the letter? Because it wasn't unthinkable. Because just from twisting his hair, he could tell that you was attracted to him. See, because you 34 and he 28, your old dude in his late 40s. He finally admitted that he fantasizes about his sexy stepmother seducing him, and he suggested we role play. Oh, you ain't have no problem. I was so turned on and in need of sex that I played along with him. We had the most amazing sex and have been sneaking around for two months. I got the best of both worlds with a husband that spoils me and my stepson that pleases me. I'm just doing this until my husband gets his mojo back. What? Wait a minute. See, let me, let me say something. <laughs> Trifling. Yeah, you just said it was going to be indefinitely. And you've lost all hope. So you're not doing this until your husband get his mojo back. I don't know who you thought you wrote this letter right. to. You're doing it because you're trifling. Yeah, cause you're doing it because it's already been just a year and your life is ruined. See, you, mm. you can't be a trifling person and put a time limit and a set of circumstances on when the trifling is going to surface. Right. Trifling mm-hmm. people do trifling things all the time. Mm-hmm. All yes, the time. You can't put a time limit. When your husband get back, that's not going to stop you from being trifling. I got news for you. You was trifling before your husband had the erectile problem. Yeah. She didn't try to help him. You've been trifling. Yeah. See, this just bought it out. You married him because you was trifling. Because you was getting spoiled and getting treated right. I'm doing this until my husband gets him. Do you think I should have a talk with my stepson? Like Shirley said, what you finna talk about? <laughs> what What is you talking about? Y'all ain't been talking. Y'all Hello. screwing. So yeah. what you want to talk to him about? Do you think we should have a talk with my stepson, or do you think he's just in it for the sex, too? In it for the sex, too? Hmm. What you think it was? He told you he fantasized with you. See, what you think is... I'm just doing this, my husband. Do you think I should have a talk with my stepson? Or do you think he just sent it for the sex? Please advise. Lady, listen to me. See, what else could he be in it for? Or do you think this could be more? I'm telling you, this chick what? thinks it could be more. That's why she want to have a talk with him to make to see if he's just in it for the sex too, or is he starting to have some feelings where? Cause she gonna go with him. So she would leave mm-hmm. her husband. You think that? Oh, exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. Cause mm-hmm. all hope mm-hmm. is gone. Mm-hmm. His son ain't sugar honey iced tea, mm-hmm. and his mm-hmm. wife ain't sugar honey iced tea. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, guys, time now. Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? All right, Shirley, thank you. But I just got to remind everybody, June 5th, Dallas, June 5th, the Market Hunt Hill Bridge. Meet your favorite play cousin down there for the 5K run and fun walk. Uh, man, we're going to have a great time. And plus, we're going to have vaccination. So if you want to get vaccinated, we're going to even have that there for you. So, man, we're going to have all that. Yeah, I man, like I'm trying that. to do my part, man. If you just want to, you know, we ain't going to just run. It's going to be a lot of great time. Food, fun, games, and everything, man, and a nice run. All right, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers did not show up for minicamp. He is very serious. He does not want to play for the Green Bay Packers. He's not coming into camp, so they quit asking. He wasn't coming to that no way, them OTAs. Yeah. That's optional. He He ain't coming to that no way. Well, he ain't ain't go. They was just upset. They said he really didn't didn't participate in none of the offseason program. He didn't do phase one or phase two. He just just don't want to be there no more. And he is the reigning MVP. But also, I don't know what else is going on in the NFL, but everybody want out the team they own right now. Did you yeah. hear what Julio Jones said? Yeah. Atlanta, you won't notice now. Here you go. Run it, run it, day. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man, no, I'm out of there, man. Ideally, where would you like to go? Right now, I'm just, I want to win. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how you tell your whole team. They didn't even know, Carla, that he was going, he wanted out of there. He told them on Undisputed. Everybody found out at Atlanta at the same time. Wow. Julio won't out. <laughs> I saw it on social wow. media, uh, yeah. Junior. Julio won't out of yeah. Atlanta. If you're, the, if you're the head coach, you just heard that my best player won't out. <laughs> he said he want to win. So, I, you know, can't be mad at that. Now, I bet Houston, I know where Texas, he ain't going. Wait, wait, you ain't going. What is you talking about Houston, Texas for? <laughs> we need Julio. He has more news. Let him talk. Go I'm ahead, Jim. I'm just Jones. saying, we, we, need, we need Julio Jones. Well, Who's going to throw in the ball? <laughs> we ain't got no He said he want to win. Y'all ain't won. Y'all ain't fitting to win. Go Wait ahead, Junior. Minute. I'm just saying, uh, we, we need a receiver, too. We can we, Maybe Deshaun will stay if he come, is what I'm saying. What, maybe he'll stay. What, what, what? Deshaun can't go nowhere. Deshaun don't want to play for the Texans, but we want him to stay, Uncle, is what I'm saying. Let me ask you something, Junior. Where is Deshaun going? He going to the massage parlor. That's for damn sure. That's (laughs) what got us in this He done already told us the same thing Aaron Rodgers told his team. He don't want to play. Junior, he he can't go nowhere. Ain't nobody trying to get Deshaun right now. I bet, you, I bet you they'll take him. I bet you they'll take him. That's what Junior's saying, Steve. Go so stay. Yeah. Go on. You say Julio Jones Who? coming. He'll stay. Deshaun Washington not playing this year. Yes, he is. If we get Julio Jones, he could. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, wishful Why thinking, Why you going to kill our dream? You won't let us be happy for nothing. <laughs> dream killer, Steve. Man. All right, thank you, Junior. Coming up Have at the top of the hour. Y'all been watching the news. Let yeah. Junior be great. We'll, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so according to blackdoctor.org, I want you guys to really pay attention to this, okay? This is according to blackdoctor.org. Society would have you believe that men don't have any feelings or show any emotions. But in fact, men are as much emotional beings as women are. The power of the spoken word is healing or detrimental, depending on how you use it. The men have spoken, and here are nine things they want you to hear. All right, so guys, please pay attention, jump in and comment. All All right. right. These are some things that the guys want you to hear. So they're talking to us women. They want, number one, I'm proud of you. Yes. Yes. You want to hear that? Tell me that. 
Why is okay. that important? Yeah, that say, important? yeah, that's what that. I want to know. Because you bust important? your butt the whole time. You right. want at least a little pat on the back. Right. I mean, it's, it's validation. You got to remember that men are all boys at heart. And uh-huh. what we always want is validation. We want our mothers to be proud of us and our fathers mm-hmm. to be proud of us. Mm-hmm. It goes mm-hmm. from boyhood. Okay. Okay, okay. go ahead. And your wife. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think talking to my nephew. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You doggone right. Yeah. I'm out yeah. here like Tommy said. We busting our tail and y'all just taking. Mm-hmm. Ain't no thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. this is not to say women don't want these things. We just no. talking about men yeah, we're for just this talking segment. about men right now. Just men, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you would be nice. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. because all men don't get that, and and they deserve it at, at yeah. a lot of times. So yeah, and because okay. it's not on a consistent basis. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. give it to us. No, all right. Don't. Here's another one. I see you. I see you. I see you. This is for you know, like if you've been to the gym and you're working out and stuff, and you're taking care of yourself, you want your wife to say or your girl or your partner or whatever, I see you. Give yeah. me something. I ain't been getting yeah. that either. Yeah, you know, I know I ain't <laughs> what I've been going. But here, you want his fat ass over there? How about that? Wait, wait, what, Steve? You know, I know I ain't what I used to be, but look at his fat ass over there. You know, you could (laughs) have that. You know, give me something, you know. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, I trust you. How about that one? I I ain't heard none of them. Yeah, you know, you you got something. If you're doing some makeup work, you can't look for I trust you. See, that got quiet on that. Yeah, we don't even want to talk about that one. How about okay. this one? I don't care about your past. I Woman wish somebody said that. Said I don't have to hear that. Yeah, I think I women like that, that one. Yeah. But right. I don't care about your past. Well, no, that ain't. Because I don't you know, believe that. I mean, I don't care about your past. Well, I mean, we married now, so. <laughs> your past better not. <laughs> your past don't need to come up. That's, that's, yeah. that's you know. No, wait, Tommy, big you one. saying that as a, as a man, your past doesn't need to come up. So. For the woman to say I don't care about your past is that what you mean? No, I'm saying I'm saying my my one my wife past don't need past. to come up. Yeah, the, woman, oh, the woman's past. Yeah. That's what I was trying to yeah. get. Yeah. Oh hell okay. no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We, women like to hear that I think more than men. Okay. Here are two. Uh, I support you. Gotta have that. Mm-hmm. I support you. Yeah. That's important. That's a must. And, yeah. and look, I support you. I know what you're doing. Maybe a little you know, to the left or thinking out the box. But, hey, look, uh-huh. you know, you're trying. I support the effort. Okay. Mm-hmm. That gives one. me I, fuel. That gives me yeah. fuel when you get to keep that. Do, to get up and do it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. To yeah. Keep, okay. drive I appreciate you. Man, that's, oh, that's, wow. that's so many and, and that's beyond thank you, you know, because yeah. she's already no, said thank you. That's, yeah. that's appreciation mm-hmm. is, like, Ultimate. almost number one. Okay. okay. How about this one? You make me happy. Yeah, I mean, that's helpful, even though, even though that's not our job. Uh-huh. Bishop right. Jakes told me that one time, it's mm-hmm. not your job to make another person uh-huh. happy, nor should you make it yours. But uh-huh. if we are and you're happy, that's a very nice thing to yeah. say. And you want her to be happy. And if you have Absolutely, some, a role man. in that, of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> you look handsome. Are you just lying to me now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I need that. Yeah, do all that. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do. Oh, you more than anybody on I this show? I need yeah. that. <laughs> really, you really do. All right. <laughs> Thanks, I mean, guys. You're short. You got to at least be cute. <laughs> <laughs> more, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up. I think you were like, ooh, you tall. Better than that, Tommy. You ought to hear more, that. <laughs> more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at uh, 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the 2021 iHeart Radio Awards is this Thursday. You don't want to miss it. May 27th at 8 p.m. on Fox. It's going to be live from Los Angeles at the Dolby Theater, okay? And ho- hosted by our good friend Usher, Usher Baby, that's right. Mm-hmm. Other performers include The Weeknd. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Ariana, Ariana Grande will be a special guest. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic, Doja Cat, Megan Thee Stallion, and more. The night will also feature a special tribute, Steve. I know you're going to love this, to Elton John. Elton John mm. will be honored with the 2021 Icon Awards. One of okay? the yeah. Icon Award. And we know how much you love Benny and the Jets. What, yeah. When you As first a heard that song, that, that's you? the first time I met Elton John was at iHeart, backstage in Las Vegas. Oh, I didn't nice. know that. Really? That oh, was the very first time I met him. I met him again in the south of France. I got pictures with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so what would you tell him nice. about Benny and the Jets? I told him you were the you? first white artist ever to be played on WJMO and WABQ in Cleveland. We had never played a white artist because white stations didn't play our music so right, right. we had our own station uh-huh. he was the first white artist in 1973-74 to get played on the radio Benny and the Jets uh-huh. he said really I never understood how I quite captured that market I said it was called Benny and the Jets we know who he was <laughs> <laughs> and walked off all right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Ask the CLO. This one, CLO, is from Jolie in Lexington, Kentucky. Jolie writes, I'm in my early 50s, and I'm married to a woman that has gotten super holy since the pandemic started. If she's not at church, she's watching it on TV. This has spilled over to our sex life, and she says freaky sex is out because sex is only for procreation. I want to put her... I want to I want to I want to put her in all the positions she used to love because she won't but she won't allow herself to get into it. How can I get her Bible off the nightstand and get her into this pretzel position like before? dog. I can't really <laughs> I, I can't really guide you on this one right here because you asking me to get the Bible off the nightstand and, and get her foot back over there up there by that lamp and I, I don't But really, that's his wife though, Steve. Well, see, she tripping. Uh-huh. Yes. See, she tripping. And you know, you done got real holy because you done had to, something happen to you during COVID, but uh, sex is for pre-creation, but sex is uh, a lot of it's for pleasure, a yeah. lot of it. See, I'm not having no more kids. <laughs> Yes. You stopped so I was to stop. So I don't know what you're asking me to do, but I'm in here clowning to the best of my ability. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm showing out when I can't. You know what I'm saying? You know. Yeah. So I don't know what to tell you except, bruh, I know she gonna have to do something though, because what you can't do, you know, is change on this man and have him sitting up in here now. You done cut him off. I don't know what you think he gonna do. But if he if he don't go down there and get the same same I don't know conversion you (laughs) had, he don't get that. He gonna go somewhere else later. Everybody on this show been climbing, ain't ain't y'all? 
Yeah, boy. They need some. Doing COVID. Everybody been clung. <laughs> All right, here we go. Everybody, speak up. <laughs> Shut up. I don't, I don't know why you try to drag these <laughs> ladies into <laughs> Always right. to that. Should have just stayed over here with me. All right, we're moving on, guys. Montavious. Montavious. Mm, I had I like to say that. that again in Baton Rouge. Uh, says, I got my EMT certification and I need to move to a bigger city to get a job. Um, my girlfriend just had a baby girl and she doesn't want to leave our hometown because she needs her mom's help with the baby. I'm trying to prepare a good future for my family, but she's tripping about me leaving. If I stay in town, I could continue to manage the restaurant I, where I work, but uh, that's not my dream. Do I make the sacrifice for my girlfriend and stay or do I make the bigger sacrifice for my family and go. Well, you mm. could go ahead and get it all set up, and then when she get a little bit better handle on the baby, bring the family to you. And then you on weekends, of course, drive back. I don't know how far the city is that you got to move to because he's in, I don't know what city he in. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. And at 49 minutes after the hour, of course, we probably All right, guys, here we are uh, at the for end of the show, right the last this. break of the day. You're listening pretty today, Come on, Memorial Weekend, baby. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue. Mm-hmm. Come on, come mm-hmm. on, come on. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And then you hey, can did be I off tell y'all on a Monday, I, Tommy. I, no, you huh? didn't, Tommy. Go ahead. Did I tell y'all that I have been granted two more seasons of Ready to Love that will be shot in Washington, D.C.? No, you didn't. That is a blessing for me. Congratulations. That is beautiful. Two more seasons, man. Thank you. I watched it for the other Yeah, that's big, man, for sure. It's good. It's such a great show. It really is. Yeah. I I love it. Blessings, grown. Hey, Tommy, what do you think is, is the success of the show? You know what, Uncle? I think it's the fact that it's 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 not your normal dating show. It's not people that's 20 years old and they life just getting started. I think it's people that's 30s, 40s, 50s. You know, they didn't they've been didn't divorced. Grow. People that's been it's career driven and they haven't mm-hmm. taken time for love. And it's it's mm-hmm. interesting to watch those kind of people. So, and you get yeah. to see black love at its best, and you get to see it for real, and you get to see it hosted by yours truly, who's been taught by the best. Now, what I said wrong since I've been talking. Hello. I was wondering. I, 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 I didn't say you didn't say nothing wrong. I know you're self-conscious about it, but you actually did it pretty good that time. I was surprised. I was stunned, actually. Yeah, Tommy does say. a great job as host on the show and, and yeah, guiding do, them and leading yeah. them, you know, into the different uh, maneuvers. And Because every week they're presented with a task, uh-huh. and they have to vote someone off. And, you know, he guides them into telling them what he needs. Ooh, I can't guide all of them. He's a good listener them, on yeah. the show. I can't guide all of them. <laughs> Yeah, he listens. Whoa, 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 whoa! Tommy's a good listener. On on that show, on that on show, that show. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Lord, uh-huh. when did that happen? <laughs> it's so shocking to see. Yeah. I'm telling you, because I be damn boy, this boy right here, hard headed as hell. <laughs> I'm getting but better. Yeah. A great job. I'm getting though. better. Yeah. We're proud yeah. of you, man. But we got you. We got you. We yeah. supporting and watching mm-hmm. for very, sure. Very good thank show. Thank you. Thank you. And a lot of them, you see why they're single. And a lot of them, you're like, wow, because when they first get on, they're so beautiful or they're so handsome and they're very successful. And you're like, wow, why? You know? Yeah. And you talk to them for a minute. As the show goes on, you get to see. And you go, oh, okay. So you see. Yeah. I understand. I see why. Well, Lord Jesus. (laughs) Hang in there. 
<laughs> it's sad when they get voted off, though. Some people do need to get voted off, but uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot going show. on, though. Who great you're watching show. a great show, ready to love, but there's some lot of serious things going on in the world, too. Yeah, the country. president will meet with the Floyd family uh, today at the White yeah. House. Don't well, hey, you listen, y'all. My closing remarks, I'm just going to replay something I said earlier that I feel about them taking their time passing this George Floyd bill. Here it is right here. Why is it that black people have to constantly beg and march and plead and ask for the same rights that you have. Y'all need to quit acting like justice is pie. Like if we get a big slice, that's less for yours. Justice ain't pie, justice is a flavor. Y'all won't even do a simple act of give it to us. And why you won't give it to us? Cause your ass is straight up racist. Because you think the way you're treating black people is sufficient for them. But if you were getting treated the same way, you wouldn't accept it for yourself. You would never allow for your children to be murdered the way we got to watch our sons and fathers and daughters and husbands and nephews and uncles get murdered. But you sit up here and and you constantly want to say America ain't racist. But you keep doing racist stuff like this. You won't even pass a simple act to give us a chance at justice. Not for the bigger slice of justice, but the same flavor that y'all get. We want the same damn spoon your ass is eating your justice off of. Justice ain't pie, y'all, where if you give us a bigger slice, you get less. That ain't what this is. Justice is a flavor, and we ain't been tasting the same thing since our ass got here. And that's what we sick of, and we sick and tired of it. And you're going to keep messing around. Okay, now let me tell you this here. You're going to keep messing around, man. Black folks tired of this. Black folks is sick and tired of being sick and tired. We sick and tired of you just sitting up in here, man, expecting us to be patient. How much longer we got to wait? Why we waiting on justice? Yeah. Hmm. Give right. us the Constitution, the same Constitution you got. Why are we different? We built this country. Oh, you don't want to tell that truth. That would be in the history book. You'd have to rewrite too much. Too many yeah. adventures. We've done way too, too much lies. for this country. <laughs> you, 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 you're not going to tell that truth. Okay, <laughs> so cool. Start, start talking about the truth. Okay, see, so let's just not talk about that for a minute. <laughs> Ain't nobody asking you for no damn reparations. Let's stop that for a minute. Can we just get basic human dignity and rights. Every story you hear is about a black being treated unjust by the police. Ain't no stories of white people getting killed at the hands of the police unjustifiably. And stop using that little BS that y'all talk about. It's just as many whites get shot by police. Not unjustifiably it ain't. So if it's more whites being shot by police, that must mean there's more whites committing crimes. But when it comes to unjustifiable deaths, we are 100% in front of that. And we mm-hmm. sick and tired of y'all with this monkey mess. But I tell you what, we're going to keep voting. You watch and see. You watch and see. We didn't have enough of this here. You, we'll never go back to what we were. We're going to vote all y'all out in a minute. On, all boy. y'all going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Every last one of y'all. As long as I got a mic, y'all yeah. gone. Yeah. You're going to get Say up out yes, of here. Yes, sir. Hey, that's it, y'all. Uh, hope you have a good one. Uh, take care of yourself. Don't forget to talk to God. He'd love to hear from you. Bye. Bye.
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 